Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. Hello, everybody. Welcome to part two of the episode, What Happens When We Die?, As mentioned in our last episode, um, this week I'm sharing my own past life memories, specifically remembering dying. And the reason I want to share this is mainly because I get asked about if I remember past lives a lot. Um, And those of you who have become well-versed with the wisdom that I've shared and everything that I've channeled through spirit, I've been asked, like, how do you know these things? How do you remember these things? And one of the abilities that I have is what's known as retrocognition. So it's knowing things in the past that I couldn't possibly know. Um, and this extends not just to things in my childhood, um, like having my first like channeling experience and remembering it when I was less than three years old or like just about to turn three. It also includes past life memories here on Earth. I also remember incarnations in other star systems, although like a lot more uh, minimally, like I remember them, but not as many as I would remember here on earth. Um, I also remember some of the roles that I had on the other side before coming into this life. Um, and yeah, I remember past lives. So that's part of it. And that's part of how I'm able to share with you all the things that I share. Um, So that's kind of why I wanted to do this episode. I think a lot of people are curious about past lives and I've been asked about it a lot. So we're jumping into it. Now, I will say that this is definitely not an easy episode for me to record. Um, I had planned to record part one and part two in the same day and I ended up not being able to do it. I have recorded and re-recorded and recorded and re-recorded this episode several times Um, since I first mentioned talking about it months ago and it's not the easiest and I'm going to explain why and there's a lot of trigger warnings that I need to give for this episode so I really recommend like not skipping ahead to when I get into everything. Um, I have a very comfortable relationship with death like just it is what it is to me. Um, However in this life I have had to go through a lot of um, healing regarding my most recent past life and I think when when you remember past lives like the happy ones they're great Um, the not so happy ones can really take a toll on you and if you don't remember your past lives I don't want you to worry Um, it's it it's just not relevant if you don't remember them. Like your your higher self doesn't need you to remember them for whatever reason. For some reason, I came into this life remembering a lot of things like life before this planet and life in between this planet. And, you know, just like I've, I've remembered a lot. I've retained a lot of soul memory. And I think I did that intentionally. I mean, I obviously did that intentionally. <laughs> it's why I'm here. And I think it has for me a lot to do with my role. Um, but one of my past lives, my most recent one, um, it has been hard uh, to remember, not in the sense of like it's mentally hard to remember. It's been hard to come to terms with what I remember and how much pain actually comes along with it. Um, for a really long time, I really played it off like, oh, like, haha, no big deal. Like, no biggie. Haha, so funny. Like, that really sucks. And I got to a point in my awareness, in my healing um, and, you know, constantly becoming more enlightened about things. And I actually started understanding that um, the ego, I mean, the, your, your consciousness is your consciousness, no matter what dimension you're operating from, right? So whenever you incarnate on the planet, your ego is the same ego that you had the last time you were on the planet. It's just in a different body with a new name, with different circumstances. And that is how people are able to remember their past lives is because the ego holds on to that stuff and it's deeply, deeply, deeply ingrained in the subconscious. 
if you're confused with what I'm talking about with dimensions and like how you have the same ego, please go and listen to the dimensions episode where I talk more about this. I promise it'll make a lot more sense for you. And if it doesn't, then just DM me and ask me questions that you have. I'm happy to answer. Again, it's like the Russian dolls uh, scenario, which I think I explained in the last episode as well. So it's been... It's been a journey for me um, with this most recent past life. I don't know how much I'm going to share because just honestly, just to be completely transparent, um, a few days before I'm sitting with you now and recording this, which is um, a few days before you're going to hear it, um, I had a breakdown, like a, a really, really, really bad breakdown about this past life and the things that happened to me in it. Um I was very unwell (laughs) Um, for about a day, day and a half. I just, it hit really hard. Um, And there's a part of me that is like really starting to recognize like the impact that that life had on me and how I'm untangling that and allowing myself to heal quite literally a past life version of myself while being incarnated on the planet once again. Um, So... I do just want to say that now not everyone's past lives are going to be like horrific. Um, I think it happens to people. Um, I'm going to tell you about mine and why it happened and I signed up for it and I, I knew, I knew, I knew going into that life and that's something that I've had to reconcile as well um, in this life seeing kind of the damage that that did. So um, I, I do just want to put that out there. The other thing that I want to put out there is I am going to be talking about um, the Second World War and I am in no position from my standing in this life to talk about the impact that the Second World War had on particular groups of people, but I am going to leave resources below Um, and obviously those were heinous acts and You can't justify doing that to any type of person, um, no matter what. So I'm going to leave some resources in the description box um, for those of you who maybe have family members um, or ancestry or are part of the cultures and religions or groups of minorities who were targeted. So you can find that in the description. And then I'm going to be talking about um, another past life. And then there's another one that I have like brief, very, very brief memory of that I'll, I'll mention as well that one's actually quite a quite a happy time um so I'll I'll mention that so let's get into some trigger warnings um I'm going to be talking about suicide depression and um pretty graphic depictions of self-harm I'm also going to be leaving um some resources in the description box below if you're struggling with any of those things I also um you know if you are struggling with those things I would encourage you to listen to that past life that I'm going to share about because I hopefully will have some wisdom to share with you on on why you should push through and and get help and um and just keep moving forward and know that there's better days coming. Um if you don't feel comfortable listening to this, that's really okay. I think everyone needs to go into this episode with discretion. And, you know, just follow your own inner guide, follow your heart. And I'm also going to be talking about, like I mentioned, the Second World War. I'm going to be talking about um, being murdered, uh, again, pretty graphically. I'm going to be talking about being tortured. I'm trying not to go too deep into the graphics with that part of it, um, because it it gets me, like, quite sick to my stomach, literally. Like, I get really, really nauseous when I talk about it. and of course, in all of these lives, I'm going to be sharing um, what I realized when I got to the other side. Um, please know, um, just going into this episode, that I laugh when I get uncomfortable, when I'm dealing with things that um, still maybe cause me pain. So if I laugh in a moment where I'm like, oh yeah, and they did this to me, and oh yeah, like I slit my wrists and I laugh, like please know that I don't think it's funny. Um, humor has always been kind of like how I cope emotionally with things that make me uncomfortable so we're gonna get into it um so let's uh let me just stop beating around the bush and let's just jump into it so I am on my final life here on earth and I'm very very excited about that 
but it also means that I have been balancing karma from past lives because that's why we come here, right? Is to heal the heaviness that weighs our soul down a little bit or creates a little bit of density on the other side. Um, we come to earth so that we can clear that density and, and move forward as a soul after having learned so much here on earth school. So a few lifetimes ago, I don't know the year. I do remember the part of the world I was in. I think it would be what is now known as either India or Indonesia. I don't really remember. I just know I was near <laughs> mountains. Um, it was very, very hot. I was also near water and the roads were red. Um, like a sandy kind of color and in this lifetime I um, awakened like quite a bit than I ever had before on the planet um, and the way that I view it is kind of like um, or the way that I see it in my mind's eye is I'm wearing robes and I am very quiet like I wouldn't say I was a monk um, but I was very very quiet I it was like a, a lifetime of solitude and hermit phase like I was just spending a lot of time inward I don't know when this was. Um, the only reason I remember that lifetime is because I was once in a ceremony where I was vibrating so high in the dimensions that I actually connected with all of my past selves all at the same time and we were all aware of each other and it was the trippiest fucking thing I've ever experienced. So I do know that several lifetimes ago and I feel like this was a very, very long time ago, um, I, I went through what would have been either my first or second awakening on the planet. Fast forward um, into a few lifetimes after that, um, which I believe was the 1700s, um, maybe the 1600s. Um, 17 feels right. I keep going back and forth of like, was it the 1600s, was it the 1800s? 1800s seems more logical, but there's something about 1700s that whenever I feel into my body, it feels right. Um, I don't know, exactly know where I was in the world. Uh, I do know that both halves of my soul were incarnated and um, we did know each other and it was very lovely. And the reason that's relevant is because um, you're going to hear when I transition to the other side, it's quite different than when I, in my most recent past life. So in this lifetime, I was married and um, struggled with um, fertility. I couldn't have children, um, or if I could, it just wasn't happening. And this is something that devastated me um, to the point where I went into very, 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 very dark depression. Um, I was a woman in this life, and obviously having children was pretty much what society saw my role as. Um, and I was very, very depressed. And Different circumstances led to me being so depressed that I committed suicide. And it's interesting because I have dealt with suicidal ideations, or I dealt with them. I don't struggle with them anymore, thankfully. Um, but I remember feeling suicidal in this life for the first time when I was about 9 or 10 years old. And when I started having those feelings and those thoughts, I would get this very, very, very interesting deeply layered tingling sensation in the center of both of my wrists and it went up about if I like measure it went up about like four maybe five inches up my wrist from like the bone of my wrist up my arm up my forearm and I didn't understand it I was a kid and I only came to understand what that was when I went through my awakening in this life and I'm kind of glad because I don't think the awareness of this past life would have been helpful for me. I think it actually would have been quite detrimental to me if I had remembered it in the detail that I did, if I had remembered it before dealing with my depression and my suicidal ideations. I only remembered it in my awakening, which was after um, struggling with all of that stuff when I was starting to get a lot better and didn't have those thoughts anymore. But even when I talk about it now, like I can still feel this tingling. It's not painful, the tingling. Um, it's just like, it's like energy. It's like stored energy almost in what would be my physical body. Um, but not my human earth body. I mean like dimensionally, like my first dimensional body, uh, my etheric body. So that was really interesting. And come to find out when I'm 
was going through my awakening that, yeah, I did in fact commit suicide. Um, and it was because of my depression. I was just absolutely devastated. I didn't see leading up to my, my suicide in this life. Um, I didn't see how I could go on without achieving certain things that I needed to achieve. Now, retrospectively looking back to lifetimes later I would imagine that the way that I would have healed and and reached different soul set milestones would have actually been through um, maybe some inner solitude a hermit phase deep healing um, and and kind of you know going back into that hermit phase like a life a lifetime before this one or that one I should say not this life but I'm probably going to shift between talking in present tense and past tense because when I remember them, it feels like I'm, I'm in the memory and I'm living it again. It's very weird. So I just felt like life, I just couldn't go on. And my husband in this life um, was traveling a lot. So I had some time alone. Um, travel back in the day was with a horse and carriage. So it took a really long time. Um, and there was one day where... Um, I, I remember it because I I remember like waking up and like not moving and just being like distraught, like just completely destroyed within my heart, within my mind, within all of my emotions. I'm going to try and get through this episode in one piece. It's like so much harder to talk about than I expected. But anyways, um, and I made the decision that day that I was done and I don't exactly know what I used, um, but I used something sharp and I did end up slitting my wrist quite, quite deeply, quite like painfully enough that I can still feel the tingling in my etheric body in this lifetime. And it took a really long time to die. I will say that. Um, I was kind of floating in and out of consciousness. Um, and if I'm being truthful, and this is what's really kind of fucked up about it, as I was kind of like fading in and out of consciousness, like it was almost like relief set in, like for my ego, like for my mind, it was kind of like finally, like I get to go to sleep and like I'll be done after this. Like I'm not going to wake up in this, in this life, in this body, in this godforsaken fucking human experience. And then I got to the other side and immediately entering into my higher self I just remember going oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck 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 and just like repeating that over and over and over again and my team was there um and I just remember turning around and looking at them and this is where I laugh because again I one of my like responses I think it's like a soul response like when I get really uncomfortable like I just laugh and I remember looking at them and laughing and going oh I fucked up I fucked up, I fucked up, I fucked up. And there's no judgment for this on the other side. They just looked at me and they were like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I really fucked up though. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and fix that. <laughs> and they were essentially like, yeah, you will. Um, the other half of my soul was incarnated at this time. And so I wasn't going back to earth until he um, was back on the other side. And we would plan, plan this together. We took a lot of breaks, um, especially when we would incarnate at the same time. We'd take really long breaks to reincarnate again, um, like really, really, really long time. And this is probably like, I want to say like I was in like the late, like mid to late 1700s, maybe more like mid 1700s when this happened. At least that's what it feels like. Like that's what it feels like. And he then died later on and... I played a different role in spirit until he crossed over and we, you know, were one being and we got to kind of like work through everything and, and kind of re reconfigure, um, how things were going to go for our next life. And we don't really have this sense of like rushing, which is so interesting because I feel like I'm very impatient here on the planet. Um, I probably for many reasons, but we both looked at each other and we had we had both had um, really, really tragic deaths in, in, in this lifetime that we shared together. And we kind of just looked at each other and we're like, yeah, all right. Like we got to, we're going to plan better next life. Like we're going to plan better. 
we took on, um, my soul took on a different role for quite a long time on the other side. Um, I think there was just so much going on both on the planet that I didn't, when I, when I say I, I mean like as a, a higher consciousness, like my soul is just like, I'm not going to incarnate in, in these time periods because what I need to do is not going to be, it's not, it's not like an efficient time period to go do what I need to get done essentially. And timing with your incarnations is extremely, extremely, extremely important. Um, I can't stress that enough um, because certain lessons and certain milestones need to actually be met, right? That's the whole point of coming here. And there are just certain time periods that wouldn't have allowed for what my soul wanted to do and wanted to learn. So take on a role in the higher dimensions. Um, I don't remember too much of the life review process um, from this suicide. I just do remember knowing that like, yes, I will have to repeat a lot of this um, in another lifetime and basically like relive it all and survive it. Um, And I'll talk about how that has impacted me in this life. Um, kind of when we're like wrapping up the experiences in the past lives I'm talking to you about today. And then um, things were happening on earth. A lot of tragedies started happening on earth um, and we could see where things were going to go. Like spirit can always see what's to come on earth, right? They're not bound by linear time. They see the future of, you know, the collective consciousness of humanity of the, you know, the cycles of earth and things like that. And just like everyone else on on the other side saw what was to come on earth i saw it my soul saw it and we decided that for one reason or another we would incarnate um but only one half of us would incarnate and the other half would help guide protect and take on a role in spirit for whatever reason um whether it be my half's hard-headedness um, or my passion for justice and law, um, it was my half that incarnated in the, in the time period that would end up leading to the Second World War. I don't exactly know what year I was born, but I do know that I died in my um, like, like early to mid-30s. Like I was very young, um, and in this lifetime I was a man. So don't ask me why I thought it would be a good idea to go to Earth. This is something that I, I, I don't, I do understand, I, but I also don't. And I like, I'm just like not at a point of sharing it yet. But I went to Earth and um, had a really great life before the war, in all honesty. Uh, I was born into an upper middle class family or like a higher um, higher status family. I had a great education. I became a lawyer, which is, um, more of like a realization that clicked more recently when I was reflecting on, on all of this. I remember what I looked like for the most part. I was tall. I was thin. Uh, I was a man. I was successful. I was well regarded in, um, my community with my family. I was married didn't have any children. I don't think we got around to it um, by the time things happened. The war technically started in 1933 um, when the dictator got power. And things went kind of downhill from there. And I'm not exactly sure the series of events that happened. But I do remember... Last summer, in 2021, there was a night on earth, presently in this life. Things were so bad with COVID and restrictions. Things were so bad. It it was in the summer. I I think it was in the summer. And everything was just so grim on, on earth. And the energy felt the exact same. Oh, man. This is like the hardest life to talk about. But um, the energy in, in one of the nights of summer 2021 felt the exact same the night that I was arrested and taken out of my home and ultimately went to a concentration camp. Now, you might be wondering how I remembered these things. So this is the most interesting one for me because I've been remembering this lifetime since I was five. 
I had dreams every single October and only in October about this lifetime where I was hiding and people would look at me and they would like basically say, I found this person, they're hiding. And I remember being a boy, a young boy. And then all of a sudden I'm older and me and a a crowd of people are running because we're being persecuted, we're being chased after. And all of a sudden I'm in this space and it's pure white and I'm hiding underneath the window of a house and next to me is Hitler. And then the dream, there's a few things that happen and the dream just cuts out. But that whole dream was added on in sequence. Almost every October, I got like a new piece of it. Like every few years, I would get a new piece of it. And it, I, I've always been very interested in World War II ever since I was a child, but I didn't start learning about or watching those kinds of things in, you know, educational settings or at home until I was much older, like way after these dreams started. And my interest in the Second World War was like tenfold. Like I just, like I needed to know more. I needed to know more. But learning about it felt like remembering. It was, it was very interesting. And then when I was 17, I had an opportunity to visit a concentration camp while I was traveling Europe. And I was thinking about this when I was taking notes for this episode and kind of my ego toggles back and forth of like, was that the camp I died at? And as I say that, I just like want to break down crying. Um, And I'm sitting here and I'm just in my higher self before this episode and it's like, with the memories and with everything that I know about this lifetime that I experienced, there's no way the concentration camp I visited isn't the one that I died at because the, the, the stars aligned way too perfectly for me to be able to go to that trip, to go and visit that concentration camp. Like it, there, there's no way that it isn't. Um, and whenever I got there, And I'm not going to say what camp it was because there are survivors from this time period who still exist. And I just feel like it's disgraceful um, for me to remember it as a past life. Maybe that's my own perceived self-judgment. But anyway, when I walked through the gates to this, this concentration camp, I knew where things were without a map. We didn't have a tour guide. It was a self-guided tour. I knew where things were. And when I stepped on the grounds, I, it, I, I, I remembered it. I remembered it. I knew where things were. It looked obviously very different. But it was this feeling of, I've been here before. And what was weirder than that was that even before visiting this concentration camp, The city that I was visiting that was near this camp, there were spots that we were driving around and visiting. And I very clearly remember being on on the bus one day traveling somewhere and they said something about a cafe. And whenever they said it in my, my mind, and I'm not awakened at this point, by the way, I'm 17. And I remember hearing in my mind, yeah, I remember that. And I remember for a very quick moment in my mind being like, I remember that. The fuck? And I didn't think much of it. I didn't think much of these things despite having the the dreams and these downloads. I didn't know I was having downloads. I didn't know. At this point, I didn't know I was a psychic medium. I knew that there was a pretty, pretty good chance, but it was something I really pushed down. I just wanted to be normal, right? Fuck being normal, by the way. <laughs> so when I got... To, to visit the camp in this life. Um, there was an experience that I had with another really lovely soul. Um, he was someone that I went to high school with and we weren't really entirely close um, in high school. And honestly, I haven't spoken to him probably since we graduated. Um, but interestingly enough, not sure 
if this person like listens to my stuff because I know we I think we still follow each other but if you are listening please message me about this because I would love to talk about it um but we got to the point in the camp where and this is in this life just a reminder in case I'm like jumping all over the place this classmate and I we got to the part in the camp where the gas chambers were and I attempted to walk in and I turned right back out and I just like I couldn't do it and this was more than like this was more than like I know the difference between having like empathy sadness and empathy connection and empathy channeling and having like remembering channeling and remembering emotions like intuitively and this classmate looks at me and he says we'll do it together and I can't remember if it was before or after we went through the gas chambers I think it was before if I'm remembering it correctly and we just looked at each other and again like he and I weren't close but I have every intuitive inkling in me that says that we were there together in this past life because we looked at each other and we broke down sobbing like uncontrollably I still cannot explain to you what I felt or what I was experiencing other than from what I know as a medium now was walking my own gravesite and him walking his and we broke down and we just held each other and we sobbed and we sobbed and we sobbed and we said let's do it together and we held hands and we walked through it together and we came out and that's the difference in this life. And I'm seeing 444 as I'm saying this. And we came out. And um, I really strongly believe that he and I were there in this past life together. And at the time, I'm 17, and I didn't understand what I was experiencing. And I started going through my awakening a couple years later. And when the dreams finally completed and it was ended up being the same dream every October the full complete dream every October I started realizing like okay like I I experienced this this is past life memory like this is what that is I'm gonna take the honking outside as a confirmation of that and um as I became aware of this and and remembered it as a past life and acknowledged it for what it was more memories came back to me like the night of summer 2021 when the energy in the earth and on the planet felt the exact same as the night that I had been arrested and taken to this concentration camp. That night I had another breakdown, a massive fucking breakdown and I was terrified as to what was going to happen on the earth. Like just terrified. I'm very grateful to see that things are different and as spirit had told me the light has already won and that is showing and that is becoming more amplified every day. I'm so grateful because I really did get scared for a moment when I felt that same, same exact energy on the planet. It was terrifying as someone who remembers that lifetime and what went on. Other memories um, also came back. Uh, I started, you know, getting downloads about um, different tunnels underneath um, these camps and, and cities and things like that, which, um, there's really no record of, but I remember it so clearly that, you know, I'll, I'll figure out more maybe one day, or I know that there has been some, um, tunnels. I refer to them as hangers. I don't know, um, why, but, um, I remember, I remember what some of them look like. I remember where things were. And I remember, in one of these areas underground um it was a hallway and at the end of the hallway there was it was like a it's like a t like a t like on a highway when you get to like that t cross and on the right side you don't go down the hallway you just never went down there and on the left side were like offices to the ss and getting up to that 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 meeting point um, that hallway that you had to walk down was not the hallway that you wanted to be in because that was where experiments and 
um, a lot of torture was happening. Now, how I remember that, I don't know. What I was doing in that hangar, in those hallways, I have no fucking idea. And how my death happened, I also have no idea. I don't know what got me into the concentration camp. What I can intuitively infer is that I was a lawyer and there was a very strong political agenda that I know I was against. How vocal I was about being against it, I have no idea. I'm really not sure. Needless to say, I got into a concentration camp. I was put in one. And while in that concentration camp, I ended up being tortured to death. And this is something that I don't know if I can like talk a lot about because um, this is something that in the last couple of years has been really weighing on me quite heavily. Um, It's like body memory in a way. And just like I feel when I talk about it, the tingling in my wrists from a few lifetimes ago when I committed suicide, my entire life I have always felt that tingling under my toenails. Not all of them, but most of them. It's going to get really graphic here. I don't know how long it lasted. What it felt like it lasted was like three weeks, but I know that that would not have been possible in the conditions that everyone was in at this camp but it felt like I had been tortured for three weeks straight I'm not even kidding I was tortured with various methods um burns to the skin some form of like water based I think like waterboarding kind of torture I really don't like water in this life like I really don't like it at all and I don't have any other memories of water trauma from past lives or this life that would cause it. So I'm assuming it's from that type of torture. But most notably was my, getting my toenails ripped out. I remember that. I remember that. Like I want to throw up right now. Like I remember it so vividly. Um, I remember, I don't remember the physical pain, but I remember enough pain to feel the scream that I had in my chest. And... I'm sure there were various other things that they did that I just don't remember. Again, body memory, soul memory is a lot more intense than you think it is. Now, when I reflect on these things, like I said, I don't feel the physical pain. I just, it's like a memory. It's weird. It's like I can feel the tingling really strongly right now on my toes, but it's like a memory. The one thing I remember the most in in that lifetime was the absolute devastation in my heart and soul of how humans could do this to other humans. And that is something that I, I'm getting so lightheaded right now. I think I'm like in and out of body. (laughs) I think my like subconscious is hearing me talk about these things. It's like, oh, we need to leave our body because it's happening, which is another thing I'll talk about in a minute. But the, I, I've just never understood how humans can be so, cruel to humans like I just or how another soul being uh could do that I just I I I will never understand that um no matter how much knowledge I have about why it happens I just I I will never comprehend it now this is where the the in and out of body thing comes from so the great thing about it's probably a really terrible choice of words but the great thing about having awakened a couple of times before on the planet I think like several times like less than a handful of times but about a handful of times on the planet was I knew how to navigate my non-physical bodies like my my astral bodies and things like that I did it in the lifetime that I had awakened I did it whenever I committed suicide I like floated in and out of my body and I got really good at doing it again in the the end of my life um in the 40s and so there was this I don't know like I'm not sure if there was a goal to try and survive it but I can't help but think that there was because there was there was some sort of information or understanding that I wanted to stay alive for 
And I don't know what that is. I don't know if it had to do with me. I don't know if it had to do with someone else. I don't fucking know. It's irrelevant at this point because I died. I remember floating in and out of my body um, when the torture was happening. And there came a point after just it, it went on excruciatingly long um and I remember being on the other side and the last couple of times that I had gone out of body I was getting closer and closer to death which is I mean obvious I feel like I feel like that's just common sense and I would I would feel my team I would feel the other half of my soul and be like okay I'm going back in and I'd go back into my body and then it came to a point where I just said I'm done like I'm gonna die uh I'm gonna die and I'm not going back into my body just to die at a later time. Like I'm, I'm going to die and I'm, so I'm done now. Like I'm not going back. And I chose my death in that moment. And when I did, um, I cannot explain to you. And this is something that I am like still like actively coming to terms with, um, was the impact of the devastation that hit me of having been murdered it hit, like, I, I don't know what to say about it. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say. My past life self, when I tap into this stuff, um, there's no amount of knowledge that I could have today, which I do have, and I'm so grateful and blessed that spirit and my soul have allowed me to either retain or learn this knowledge and this wisdom, but there's nothing, there's no wisdom that makes it feel better knowing that the act of cruelty from another being like took my life. Uh, committing suicide was one thing like that I had full responsibility for. And that was more of like a, Ooh, I fucked up. Hee <laughs> hee. Not going to do that again. Like, Oh, that's really bad. I'm going to have to learn new ways to navigate depression and maybe set myself up a little differently for the lifetime that I end up reliving this stuff in. Um, and you know, I'll just go about it differently. I'll pre-plan it a little differently and I'll, we'll make sure that there are certain supports, um, set in place so that that doesn't happen again. But something like this, despite going to the planet knowing I, that's the thing that's, and that's the other thing that I've had to work with my own ego on of feeling the responsibility for choosing that and hurting my ego and hurting my body in, to a point that resulted in death because I knew as a soul incarnating in that time period that I, that was a very, very big possibility for me to end up killed. And it did. And that is something that I've had to grapple. And, you know, it's like a, I guess a certain level of self-forgiveness. And I think that comes with a lot of things too. Like even in this lifetime, there's a certain level of forgiveness I've had to give myself for choosing the mother I chose for myself, right? I think as much as people might want to think of, oh, you're aware of what you've chosen so it doesn't hurt as bad, I honestly would argue that because knowing and remembering what you've chosen for yourself, specifically pain points that you've chosen for yourself, makes you feel a hell of a lot more guilty than if you don't remember choosing it for yourself. Um, I think there's pros and cons to both. Um, At the end of the day, it is what it is and you remember what you are meant to remember. Um, and that's how you designed it for yourself, right? Remembering or not remembering, it's all a choice you made. But the devastation that comes with remembering your murder from a past life, it's painful. Um, it's painful and it's something that I've had to heal. And it's not the same as like healing childhood wounds or core wounds from this life. It's actually quite different because the belief systems and the belief mechanisms and the way that it's ingrained in the subconscious is so different. And this is something that I, I like being able to differentiate because it helps me help other people who are also healing from past life stuff versus childhood stuff or both. Um, cause there's a bit of a different rewiring, um, method that needs to go on, but yeah, that's, that's my past lives. Those are the two that I have held the most memory um, from in this life. And the reason for that is because both of those lifetimes I am or have, um, balanced and cleared out in this life. So 
my struggle with suicide that lasted uh, just over a decade um, was because a couple lifetimes ago I I didn't survive my depression and so in this lifetime I started battling it very early on and I thankfully survived and I'm happy to say I haven't been suicidal in a very long time and in terms of um, you know the the war and being killed this has been a bit of a different um, it's different the way that that karma has played out um, the difference is that it's not really like I I didn't face like I didn't incarnate with the people that obviously killed me that's like something that doesn't happen like you're not obligated to that but I did have a really abusive relationship early on in life and that came with its own different types of honestly torture in a way um, more specifically mentally but it was you know abusive in, in many other ways as well um, so I feel like I purged part of it in that and I think um, the rest of it has just been more of an internal balancing that has taken place um, yeah and I'm I'm just learning that I can be on this planet and you know not get murdered um, which sounds you know it sounds funny of like of course you can be on this planet and not get murdered but that is actually something that I've had to like anchor in as a belief like I can be on this planet and not get you know fucked up in that way so yeah that is um those are my past life memories that's all that I'm willing to share at this time I feel like I went into enough detail um yeah all I can say is it's just not always easy remembering these things and there are obviously other lifetimes where I'm like oh yeah like you know, like whenever I was like reaching enlightenment and like, you know, trying to achieve enlightenment a few lifetimes ago and lived a life of solitude. I look at that and I'm like, yeah, that was very peaceful, very, very calm, very, very blissful, but also like kind of boring. <laughs> like my ego would not be vibing with that right now in this life. So that is that. Um, oftentimes when you have past life, um, you know, memories, um, it's going to be dreams that you've had as a kid. Oh, and that's the one thing that I forgot to mention is um, if you want to take a guess on when I died, I died in October, which is why ever since I was five, the dreams only came and went in October. Um, I don't know what day, which is so interesting. I was actually trying to figure this out the other day and my higher self basically was like, I'm not telling you. Um, but then there was a day in October where things just felt a little bit more emotional and I was like you know I'd bet money I was I was dying on this day my higher self won't tell me um probably because you know what good would that do for you know my human self in this life to remember the death date in my past life one that is already weighing on me enough um so yeah a lot of times your past lives can show up in very very clearly recurring dreams like it's not just a, like, a random dream that you get every now and then. Like, it's very systematic how it comes through. Like, it'll be the same dream, the same energy, the same people, and you'll have more information that gets added on over time as you're ready for it. Um, and it's something that sticks with you even when the dream is not happening. Um, like, it just, it feels illogical, but you know that there is something that's kind of like bothering you, like nagging at you almost. So... There's that, and then you can also get them in downloads, um, but I'm not really sure what that would look like for anyone. Um, downloads are like when you're tapped in strongly to your intuition and your mediumship, so these can come as like just like a clear knowing, a visual, like a feeling in the body. Um, if you've ever had like an unexplained tingling in the body that has been with you since childhood and you haven't had any physical injuries to it in this life, in that area of your body, I will say that that's likely something that had happened to you in a past life. Doesn't mean that you died from it, um, but definitely like, definitely some sort of um, energy that's stuck in the etheric body. But yeah, um, I will say both times that I remember passing, it was um, really comforting just to be back on the other side. Um, it just feels like going home again, in all honesty. But I know this was kind of like a really like grim and like ugh, kind of episode. So I'm sorry if you're a light of heart 
like I am and it's like hard to listen to it's definitely hard to talk about I'm really glad I will say like I'm really glad this episode is over and done with because I really don't want to ever revisit it again um but I hope that you enjoyed it um kind of weird for me like there's like a version of my consciousness that's saying kind of weird how you guys are getting entertainment from my death but it's fine (laughs) um that's probably like a part of like my past life ego that just feels like you know we're struggling with it but like I hope you guys enjoy listening um but in all seriousness I hope that it taught you something um yeah I hope that it taught you something um at the end of the day those were two really really hard lifetimes and you know most times that's not how people are dying again not exactly sure why I chose those lifetimes um that'll become more clear when I'm out of this one and can see everything in full view and understand why it took all of that and this life to become an earth graduate but I would say it's all worked out all for the better because I'm here in another life in a new body and I'm a woman this time which is always a a fun time you know just to like end things on a lighthearted note (laughs) the one thing I wish I remembered oh this is gonna sound so bad but I really wish I remembered what it was like to have a penis and to be a man like I it would just be so cool to like physically remember what that was like because like I don't know maybe I'm the only one who like wonders what it's like to be in like the opposite sex body but and we've all incarnated in different you know, sexes and genders and in many lifetimes. But, you know, of all the things for me to remember, I can remember how I died, but I can't remember what it's like to have a penis. That would have been just kind of fun and humorous to remember, but it's fine. Um, But yeah, so everything's all good. I'm here. I made it back. And, um, you know, sharing wisdom and knowledge and the things that I remember. And I would imagine that the reason or part of the reason I remember you know, things from this past life outside of an individual growth level is because there is a soul who's going to hear this episode one day and is going to be like, I have memories from my past life. Um, and, and they're just going to need this to know that they're not crazy because I felt really crazy for a really long time. But I also know people who remember their past lives. They remember dying. Um, oddly enough, I know someone who remembers dying in a war as well. Different war, but still weird nonetheless. Um, yeah. Anywho, hope you guys enjoyed, and I'm not sure what we're talking about next week. I actually think we might have a guest episode next week. When is this going up? You know, just stay tuned. Just, you know, put the notifications on, follow the podcast so you get notified whenever we have a new episode, and you'll see what's up next Monday. In the meantime, go be your best divine self. You got this. I love you.